Let's talk shop. It's time for Retail Matters. Welcome to the retail edition of the Run Matters podcast presented by Sketches Performance. Our guest today is Ashley Anderson from Shoes and Brews in Longmont, Colorado. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So the theme of this episode is disruption, and uh, I would be hard-pressed to come up with something more disruptive than a a microbrewery combined with a running store. You want to tell (laughs) us how that all came about? Yeah, absolutely. I think, like all good ideas, the idea of Shoes and Brews came to my husband on a run. There's three of us that are owners. We're on a run together on a typical Saturday. The boys were pretty far ahead of me. Colin pitched the idea to our partner, Dave, and basically said, we should open a craft beer bar in Longmont and it should have a running shoe store connected to it. And it was that simple. It was like, this is what we think our community needs. This is what makes sense to us. Dave immediately said like he was in, they ran like back to me, pitched me the idea. And I was immediately in, I mean, who wouldn't want to start, you know, something disruptive for their community And then a year later, we were open. So we moved pretty quickly um, to get this door open just based on where we were in our lives and based on the excitement that we had behind the idea. Um, We wanted to get it open as quickly as possible. Ashley, you know what? There's really a lot to unpack with uh, the disruption probably that Shoes and Brews is having on the market. Let's talk a little bit about the reception that you've gotten from uh, the local market there in Longmont, Colorado. Tell me a little bit about the area and the kind of reception that you've gotten from the consumers there. Yeah, absolutely. So Longmont is definitely a growing area. So we're right along the Front Range in Colorado. We're about you know, 35 to 45 minutes from downtown Denver. So north of Denver and just east of Boulder. So a really active young community and definitely growing communities all around us. And in 2014, when we opened, I think Longmont looked very differently, even though, even from what it looks like now. And so we knew that like, as being a part of our community, that our community was growing and that our community would be looking for something like Shoes and Brews. We, being part of our community, were looking for something like Shoes and Brews. We were, you know, runners kind of just out of college, you know, starting, you know, just regular jobs and regular lives and more recreational running. And we didn't see that kind of like running community center here in Longmont. So even though we knew there are tons of runners here, tons of people who are active outdoors, We didn't see a place for anyone to go or anyone to kind of gather. And so Shoes and Brews was a big part of that. It was like, how can we, you know, create this culture that we kind of felt in college where, you know, you go on a long run with your friends and then later that afternoon you meet at a brewery. So that seemed very typical for us. And so we just thought, you know, why can't that all be under one roof? Like, why couldn't someone do two businesses under one roof that we felt had a relationship already? What's the shoes and brews experience like? Do you walk in? You know, I, I know you described the business as sort of a, a mullet, right? You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> business in the front party in the back. So yeah. take us through the experience. Yeah, you know, I think the the business um, mullet design is exactly the description <laughs> of our business. One of our employees came up with that as soon as we opened And so really when you're coming into our store, if you come in through the front doors of our store, you're walking into what you would think is a typical running store. Like you have shoes, you have apparel, you have accessories, you have everything that you could kind of want on the front end of a run shop business. 
What's different is about halfway through our store, you'll see this whole wall of glass panels. And so the glass panels kind of separate the front half of our store from the back half of our store. So you kind of walk through a side door, you know, next to the glass and you enter Brew's side of the business. Do you bifurcate the two thing, two businesses, Ashley, or do you try to blend them together? So if somebody comes in, let's say to the brewery side, you try to get them over to the run side. And if they come into the run side, you know, maybe you try to get them over to the brewery side. I mean, how's that kind of all work together? We try to integrate them as much as possible. Um, because again, because we think it makes sense. We think that it makes sense for our clients. We think it makes sense for our community. And so we try to integrate it as much as possible with also being respectful that like not everyone is a beer drinker and not everyone is a runner or, you know, most people don't even consider themselves runners, even if they are. And so I think we try to, you know, have a fine line of, you know, allowing the two to mesh together and having fun things that connect them all the time without, you know, forcing, you know, a beer into your hand when you walk in. And so I think there's a lot of things that we do. I think one, a lot of our staff works both sides. And so one day they could be fitting you with shoes. The Hmm. next day they could be behind the bar pouring you a beer or in the same transaction, they could do both for you, right? They could fit you with shoes, do gait analysis, and then walk you to the bar side, talk you through beer options, be knowledgeable (laughs) about beer and breweries in the area pour you a pint and then cash you out for everything. And even the people who are just bartenders, we still want to make sure that they're knowledgeable about the shoe side. So most of them are runners themselves. They, you know, do ultras, they, you know, help that friends that are ultra runners, you know, all of those types of things, they run races. And so even though they may not be fitting you with shoes, they can still talk to you knowledgeably about the shoes. They still know what shoes they like. They still know what shoes we carry. They can still know all of the tech aspects about shoes. They're just not physically going back there and pulling them for you. And so I think the people that we hire is incredibly important here at Shoes and Brews, if not every single business. But, you know, they really have to be able to do both things. They have to, you know, enjoy the whole concept. They have to be able to talk knowledgeable about both things and be excited about both things or, you know, why would they work here? So in case our listeners hear a big thud, it's me passing out from ecstasy. You know, I can't believe it's beer. It's running shoes. If you told me you had a chocolate cake section, you're just, you guys are just going yeah. to hear a big thud on the, uh, the other end of the microphone here. So, but let me ask a pragmatic question. Are there yeah. uh, legal issues? Like if you're under 18, are you allowed to go into the brew section? Um, you know, are there practical matters like that, liquor licenses, all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I think those are great questions. And those are a lot of the things that we definitely had to work through when we first opened. Like, how do we do this, um, you know, smartly? How do we do this so that anyone feels accepted on both sides? And that was a big piece of like when we were designing Shoes and Brews and how we wanted the setup to feel is we want everyone to be accepted on both sides. And so the way that our liquor license works is we're a brew pub. So in Colorado, a brew pub is able to brew your own beer, serve your own beer, serve beer, alcohol, food, you can kind of do it all. And so all ages are, are able to go on both sides. We're extremely family friendly. So a lot of our staff members, as well as a lot of our owners have families. And so we wanted to make sure like, we felt comfortable bringing our kids, right? Like if I'm going to own a business, I want to make sure that my children felt comfortable there and that they're welcome there. And most of the people that live in Longmont are kind of like young professionals 
young families. So that's a big piece of our market is like, we want families to feel welcome here and to bring your kids on a run and like have chocolate milk for them afterwards and, you know, have all of the options um, and all the availability for both. Ashley, who brings the beer brewing experience to Shoes and Brews? That's, you know, you're not out there making sneakers, (laughs) but you're out there making beer. So tell us a little bit about that part of it. So I mentioned that there's three owners. There were three owners that originally were on that first run together that kind of started Shoes and Brews. After the three of us decided to start the business, we brought on two other owners. So we have five total. Myself, my husband, Colin, our friend, Dave, my father-in-law, Roger, and my running buddy, Chris. So Roger, my father-in-law, is our brewer. And so he was a home brewer for 20 plus years before we opened Shoes and Brews. And honestly, when we brought the idea to him, you know, shortly after that run, to be honest, um, I think we were at dinner at his house and we're like, we want to do this business. And like, we want there to be craft beer. And he was the one that said, we need to brew our own beer. Like if we're going to open, you know, a craft beer bar, we need to brew our own beer. And so we started very small with what would be considered like a home brew setup. Um, and we've grown basically to the capacity of our building right now. Wow. So I looked at your menu of beers and you have some great flavors, which I guess are seasonal flavors. Do you have any beer that's inspired by runners? Like, do you have the Meb, the Meb brew or the, uh, or sweat, Fontaine the sweat beer? <laughs> We have, you know, what's really fun is since we're so small. So right now we brew on a one barrel system, which is considered a nano brewery. And so since we're so small, we kind of allow Roger to do whatever he wants, like whatever he feels like brewing. We don't really have core beer to per se, like beer that's always on, but we have some beers that rotate. And so a lot of the beers that he names especially during the summer months, especially as we're building up to races, are runner inspired. So we have one of our core beers. um, It's called the negative split IPA. So your first beer goes down or your second beer goes down faster than the first. Um, That's definitely one of our most popular ones. We've done some beers inspired by runners, but we never use, you know, the runner's name per se. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we've done, I think about on the top of my head, We've done, oh, we did one for Nick Simmons because he visited us once. Um, They were doing like a press tour with, I can't remember now, but we did the Mortimer T. Raz Bunny. It was a raspberry brown and it was named after his pet bunny. (laughs) So if Mark and I come out to Longmont and come to Shoes and Brews, is there any chance at all that you would brew a special brew just for run matters podcast oh my gosh roger would love that he loves an inspiration like if someone's into beer and they want to brew a beer like he is into it so we've done you know collaborations with shoe launches we've done collaborations with events um to do special beers i mean yeah we've done it all and so yeah it's always really fun to to get people involved and to get their ideas Actually, I have a funny question. So you've got a customer, they're sitting there in the shoe section of shoes and brews, but they're also having a couple of beers um, as they're trying on shoes. And at the end of the process, let's say they buy five or six pairs and then they get home and realize they just spent a thousand dollars on running shoes. Has that ever happened? And then they come back or, you know, it hasn't. So we've definitely had, People come in, try on shoes, maybe not expecting to buy shoes, but you know, those two beers really like 
make it feel like you want to go for a run tomorrow. And so we've seen, yeah, beer makes the buying process easier for some people, but we've (laughs) never seen regret. So I think our employees are really smart to make sure like if you're walking out, I want you to have the best shoe possible. So when you get up and you decide to do that run tomorrow, you feel great. And then you want to come have another beer and then you want to come back and visit us. So yeah, I think one, if you've had a beer, no gate analysis on the treadmill. So any amount of beer, no treadmill for you. Nope. So no drinking, um, <laughs> no drinking and treadmilling. Is that what you're no saying? Like no drinking and right? driving. I get it. <laughs> we have no children and no beer drinkers on the treadmill. That's just, yeah, that's just a rule that you've got to go by. Um, and we've definitely put shoes and brews in the way that we think that you should do the business. So we think that you should always run first, drink second. Um, there's only a few times a year where we suggest that you run and drink at the same time. And we make them very special, safe events. Mark, that's just sounds like it's right up your alley. Oh, my God. Like I said, if I can remain <laughs> conscious on this call, uh, I'm, I'm going to call that an accomplishment. So we talked a couple of days ago and you said, what, about 70% of the business is shoes? So shoes is definitely still what drives our business. Um, so it's about 70% of our overall revenue for the business. So we definitely are still a shoe store first. But I think when we designed the business, we didn't realize that brews would be such a big part. So like we didn't realize that 30% of our revenue would ever come from the brew side of the business. We really built shoes and brews with the knowledge that brews might make zero money, but we believed in the concept and we believed that it was an important piece to what we were looking to create for our community. So when we were writing it down, we we're like, it doesn't matter if it's open every day. It doesn't matter if it makes business, like makes any money we want to have brews and we want to build it out in a way that it is a community center for people. And I think going into it with that viewpoint has made it super successful and it has its own piece in our business, which maybe we didn't expect. It has its own customers, which we would have never expected it to have. And so I really think that it's been, you know, this, this bigger piece than we even thought it would be, even though we thought it was such a special idea and we believed in it. You just don't know when you're starting something that no one's ever done before. If your community will accept it, if your you know, industry will accept it, all of those things, you're just not sure of it. So um, yeah, we're extremely pleased with how it's worked out. I always say the best running stores are like clubhouses, right? It's like where <laughs> pe- people come and gather and the best bars are like little private clubs. So what an amazing, uh, amazing combination you've created there. You know, Mark, a lot of people talk about the retail experience and how, you know, we can change and retailers can change that experiential type of situation. Clearly, Ashley, you've been able to, you know, find a unique niche. Would you recommend this to, let's say, other um, entrepreneurs that are looking to open up a running store in their particular market? Yes. You know, we've, we've talked with other running stores. We've always been really, really open about, you know, how we've set up the business. And if, anyone has questions we've always been really open to you know talking to other owners talking to other businesses you know consulting for other people because we really do think that we've found something that's really successful and i think we've seen it with other running stores whether they do beer or coffee or you know they they have something built into their business that's that makes them really special and so we've always said like every running store should have a brewery connected to it or should have a brewery partner because i i do think that 
it's a special relationship. The pandemic has created a lot of challenges for a number of the running specialty stores that we've spoken to on the Run Matters mm-hmm. podcast. Um, I would assume that, you know, being that you're focused really on brick and mortar has had its challenges also for you. But has the beer aspect of it been able to kind of balance it off a little bit? Yeah, I think it's a it's such a unique year and it comes with, you know, different challenges, I think all the time following regulations. Being that we are a brewery, you know, we've seen more closures on that side, more strict regulations on that side as far as when we have been able to be open and whether we're allowed to have people inside on that particular side. And so it has been helpful in some ways. And I think other ways it's been trickier to maneuver during this time because it is considered more of a bar restaurant, which here in Boulder County has, has had some pretty high regulations. I mean, across the country, of course, um, So yeah, we've seen a lot of closures on that side, a lot of restrictions allowing people inside. And so here in Colorado, we have had a mild winter, but you don't want to drink outside when it's 20 degrees, right? Like that doesn't sound super pleasurable um, to drink on a patio, you know, when it's really cold. And so our to-go business has definitely, you know, been really strong. And we were kind of set up for a to-go business in Crowler's before COVID hit. So we were really lucky that we kind of had that already set up in place. And so that's been really good. And that's been a good driving force to, to make sure that we can still, you know, service people with good beer. We can still, you know, make sure that brews is an important part of our business. Ashley, what's a crowler? Yeah. So a crowler is a 32 ounce can that we fill fresh here in store and seal here in store. So it's different than a growler where it's like kind of a glass bottle that you fill and you screw on the top where it's a more of a permanent seal. And so if you get a 32 ounce crowler, if you don't open that crowler, you could keep it in your fridge for months where like a glass growler, you know, it really has a a pretty quick timeline. So it's like you go home and you drink it. Um, Yeah. So we can fill it with any beer or cider that we have on tap. Um, which is really nice. So you get, you know, the full selection of what we have on tap that you could take to go with you. Before we started the interview today, you were talking a little bit about the pandemic and how it has impacted your role, your other, maybe your most important role in life, that of a mom. So you talked a little bit about your your children, but you also talked about the impact that your being more of a mom had on your staff. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? Sure. So yeah, I think everyone um, had to adjust their lifestyles as pandemic hit. And for us and my family, you know, we kind of childcare went out the window for us when the pandemic happened. And so, you know, I really switched from being in store four days a week and being, you know, here the majority of the time to being a stay at home mom and working from home on nights and weekends. And so what we found is really, really lucky is you know, the trust that we had in our staff has just grown exponentially over the year. So we had such great staff in place. We've actually added staff during the pandemic, which has felt really good. And they've really just stepped up to make sure that like what we expected as far as like customer service and the experience for our guests has stayed so consistent. And they've really just you know, taking those extra steps to make sure that like Shoes and Brews has what it needs, its customers have what it needs um, without maybe an owner being here, you know, all the time like I was before. So 
our trust in our staff and, you know, our thankfulness for our staff has really grown this year. And we feel really lucky to, you know, have those people on staff and, you know, chosen the right people um, and have kept those right people. You know, you're really lucky. And it also sounds like you're a wonderful multitasker. I mean, being a, a mom and, and a wife and of course, running um, a run specialty store and of course a craft brewery. Do you have any plans to open any additional locations Um you know, once the pandemic uh, subsides? You know, I think that that is a great question. And I think when we first opened Shoes and Brews, when you, you know, initially think of all these big things that you want to do, we always thought, yeah, we'll like start more stores. And, you know, here in Colorado, we had even, you know, towns picked out that we wanted to do next um, that were really special to us. And I think for now, we just really love the Longmont community. We love our store here in Longmont. And I think, our lives have changed a little bit as far as like where we were seven years ago and where our ownership team is now, you know, our lives are more complicated. I almost want to say with, you know, most of us having smaller children. And so we just want to focus on making sure that like our Longmont store is the best that it can be. And that we continue to serve this community. Um, Not to see in the future, we wouldn't love to see shoes and brews in more places. So I have an idea for you, new concept, you know, since Colorado was one of the first states to legalize uh, cannabis. Yeah. I mean, have you thought about weed and feet? I mean, is that a, a natural, uh, natural oh my gosh, extension right? for you? There's so many <laughs> options. You know, I, I wouldn't doubt it that it would work somewhere. Um, yeah, we've always thought like, why can't there be someone next door that like does something else kind of Colorado related? Because, um, yeah, it would be fun. You know, um, marijuana and sandals. You know, I think it's a it's a huge idea. Just send me the, send me the royalty checks. Ashley, we're getting towards the end of the pandemic. I mean, it does look like it's still months away, no. but starting to see a light a little bit at the end of the tunnel with the vaccine. You know, are you uh, looking forward to being able to start uh, live races and things like that so you can kind of get back into the, you know, the normal routine of Shoes and Brews? Oh, my gosh. We are like just waiting. We're like waiting, anticipating the next move. We're so excited to bring back more events in person. We we miss our run community just like everyone else. I think in this industry, like we miss seeing those people all the time. We miss giving special events and we miss curating you know social media worthy moments and so we're we're so excited for in-person events we're excited for brewfests we're excited for races one of the last events that we did um, before the shutdown last year was our 800 meter beer challenge which we only do once a year we're so glad to sneak it in right before everything shut down and so Fingers crossed. You're going to have to explain yes. that. 800. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not getting out of here without explaining that, Ashley. Yeah. So the 800 meter road challenge, I think, is one of our most special events or, you know, most special things that we do here at Shoes and Brews. So we run it year round. So the typical 800 meter road challenge is an out and back 800 on the road in front of our store. So our road ends in a cul-de-sac. So from us to the cul-de-sac is almost exactly 400 meters. So you run from us to a keg at the cul-de-sac, you do a hairpin turn around the keg, run all the way back to the store, whatever your time is in the price of your beer. So if you run a two minute, 30 second, 800, your beers for that entire day are $2 and 30 cents. Boy, what's some incentive, Ashley. Yeah, so yeah, how fast can you run for your beer? And it's hard, I mean, it's on the road, you do a hairpin turn, 
most of us have not run an 800 since high school. Like, let's just be honest. None of us are going out and doing 800 meter repeats if you're a recreational runner. So it's not easy. So you've definitely earned that beer when you finished. But once a year, we do the 800 meter beer challenge. So we only do it once. It's basically our version of a beer mile. So you drink a beer, run 400, drink a beer, run a 400, drink a beer. Um, once a year, right around St. Patty's Day, has to be green beer. And that's it. We do a one day closed course. That's it for the year. <laughs> Shoes and Brews sounds like a great place to just kind of hang out. And I'm sure you're looking forward to when you're going to be able to do that. I want to thank Ashley Anderson from Shoes and Brews in Longmont, Colorado, for coming on the Run Matters podcast. Mark. So, Ashley, uh, as you know, Skechers Performance is our sponsor. Yeah. And when we were talking the other day, you told us that you were actually uh, running in Skechers. You want to tell us a little bit about the shoe you're running in and your experience with the brand? Yeah, our experience with the brand has been really seeing, you know, huge growth and development from them over the past four years that we've been watching them and kind of carrying them in store. And so it's always fun to see a brand that really like takes feedback and innovates immediately. And so I think that they have, you know, kind of the brainchild behind, you know, technology that they're able to make changes pretty quickly. And so we've seen their shoes make these huge leaps over the years as far as like technology and fit and feel and all of those things. So I currently run in the Go Run Ride um, and I love it. I mean, I'm able to wear that shoe behind the bar i'm able to go out on a long run in that shoe and i think if your feet are happy after those things that yeah you found yourself a good shoe well it sounds like you're making not only your feet happy you're making your customers happy what a what a great <laughs> concept and we we really enjoyed talking to you about it today great shoes great beer um you know seems like a great place to hang out mark it sounds like uh once the pandemic's over and we're traveling again we're gonna have to kind of put that on the list of places we want to go road trip first stop Longmont. <laughs> yeah y'all are welcome anytime we'll have the beer ready ashley thanks for coming on the run matters podcast today powered by sketchers performance thank you so much <laughs>